0: everybody welcome back to cruise control it is monday april 10th 2023 thank you for being here at cruise control the home of entertainment news i am your host as always brian cruz thank you again for being here on this very lovely monday so that's a good day it's a good day and joining me back here at cruise control is miss rachel blakely rachel welcome back to the program how are you doing tonight
1: hi i'm doing great thanks thanks for having me on a monday
0: yeah, yeah. Happy Monday. <laughs> we just saw you on Friday. Uh, we had a good time on Friday, though. We... <laughs> we'll do <we'll laughs> a lot of fun good stuff. time.
1: Saturday was rough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I,
0: I slept in on Saturday. That kind of happens on on you know, drinking Fridays. It's just kind of it's a good thing, right? It's a good thing. It's a fun thing. But we we had a great time. But we're gonna touch on some stuff we talked about on Friday briefly, because there's some updates, of course. But also joining us on cruise control for the very, very first time, Bruce, Kiyoki. Yeah. Kikaula, Thank welcome you. back to the program, <laughs> or welcome to the program. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. See, you had faith in me, but I knew I was going to fuck up. That's just how it goes here on Cruise Control. so. Thank you for being here, Kiyoki. Thank you for joining us for the very first time. How are you doing today? How's your day, Ben? Uh, it's been going great. I've been so
2: excited. I've been hyped to be here. I haven't seen you for a long time, bro, so it's been a, such a pleasure. Thank you for having me on. I can't wait. And then Rachel pleasure just meeting you. So this nice is a good fun time. I've heard great things. I've seen great things. I want to be a part of great things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we we always have fun here in cruise control. It's always a great time. And we just like to just, you know, have some banter, have some fun, talk about the news and just, you know, at the end of the day, we're just here to have a good time. So
2: <laughs> love but
0: it. Love as it. always, Kiyoki, you're going to see now it's time for some breaking news. <laughs> it's monday it's totally monday so i want to dive right into some breaking news and the very first thing i want to talk about today is the bad batch so the thing is that we had this whole star wars weekend that happened so there's a lot of news coming out about star wars of course so the bad batch has announced they're going to do one more season it's going to be the last season that's right they've been renewed for their last season which will air in 2024 and this is season three renewal for the animated series announced, of course, during the Europe- European version of the Star Wars Celebration. The Bad Batch, in case you don't know what this is about, it's about a group of elite clones in the aftermath of Order 66 and the rise of the Empire. Season two, of course, ended with the death of Tech and the capture of Omega, if you're a big fan, along with revelation that she has a sister. Now, they had a teaser during the Star Wars thing. Yeah, they had a teaser in the Star Wars thing that was in-house. So a lot of us didn't get the chance to see it. They don't, you know, put that online right away. A lot of times it's just something for the fans there. But, you know, it's a big thing. And they had Palpatine in there. They had a lot of big teases for people. Unfortunately, we can't see it online. But if you're a fan of the Bad Batch, you're getting one more season and then it's done, unfortunately. Are you a fan of the Bad Batch, Kioki? You watch this at all? I,
2: I absolutely am. I just started watching it, actually, in the past six months. I'm not. Uh, I didn't even know about that last episode. You just revealed it to me. I'm like, I oh shit! the last episode, so I'm like, what? And I figured, I figured she had a sister because I'm like, she's clone She's with them. So this is going to be a great ending. You know, thanks for letting me know. I'm going to go back and rewatch it because now I'm I'm super excited about it.
0: I'm <laughs> screwing stuff up here tonight, Rachel. I'm screwing it all <laughs> off okay. in my bed. I
1: believe in you. The rest of the shows could be great.
2: Exactly.
0: Oh, it's gonna Oh, I can't believe it. Well, sorry if I spoiled that for anybody out there. Uh, GR is saying hi. Hey, GR, how you doing? And he's asking if I'm drinking today. Unfortunately, I am not, GR. Maybe <laughs> if I had one, it'd be OK. I, I don't know. But the Bad Batch is coming out for one more season, which is great for Star Wars fans. Of course, we have lots of Star Wars news today. So that's only a touch. We're going to get to some more later. We will. But next, I want to talk about Cruel Intentions. OK, so there's going to be a Cruel Intentions tv show for amazon that's right so based off of the actual movie the 1999 classic, a cult classic cruel intentions is getting a remake eight episodes now they're saying it's for freebie as of right now but freebie uh-huh. is kind of up in the air because amazon prime likes the idea of this so much they might actually take it to prime video which of okay. course is a higher tier i mean freebie still isn't like the bitch of amazon but it, you know it's right. not what <laughs> amazon is you know so for them right. to go there would be a bigger deal for them it'd be great for them so hopefully it does <laughs> then again i'm not that excited about this <laughs> but, but in case you're wondering it's set in washington dc and the cruel intention series follows two ruthless step siblings who will do anything to stay at the top of the greek life hierarchy at their elite college and when a brutal hazing incident threatens the entire system do whatever is necessary to preserve their power and reputations including seducing the daughter of the u.s vice president so cruel intentions who knew we needed this rachel what about (laughs) you did you know we needed this are you excited about this are you like fuck yeah cruel intentions
1: (laughs) i I don't think it's necessary and i think it being on freebie will make it even less necessary because one freebie is just not it's not a good service like i it (laughs) imdb
0: pro tv i think it
1: should (laughs) be there because there should be free access to entertainment but also i don't think it should necessarily be investing in new properties i think leave the new properties to the paid services put second run on free services right and i don't think freebie is going to be the platform that will let this show be as sexy as it needs to be honestly oh, yeah You're because right. the original movie was like really sexy like that was a hot yeah. movie it was gross but hot at the same time right. <laughs> um and i think that's a crucial element to that film and that fr- that not franchise it's the only one film but that property yeah um so i think HBO, it's a cult
0: classic though they're if like yes HBO you know. wanted to do it right
1: maybe but maybe yeah. eh. and that's it's why not maybe why they're going to suck
0: I mean, that's also why they're saying maybe we put it on Prime because, of course, Prime can kind of go into that a little bit more than Freebie would be, right. especially, like you're saying, being a free service. It always yeah. is like, eh, you know, how can much can we actually job. go? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey, Amazon what do you go think, Yoki? Are
0: you excited about this? Do you think that it's good outside on Freebie or do you think they should go the Prime route?
2: Um, Definitely go the Prime route. And just like Rachel touched on, Freebie is just kind of like, a uh, show. But at least with Prime, you're going to get, the audience that's like, oh, a little intrigued and hopefully they can draw that pg thirteen hard R or slight R rating to kind of juice it up to make it as provocative as it was back in nineteen ninety nine, which you're like, oh Sebo Blair, Sarah Michelle Geller, this is great. I love this, what's going on? The chemistry <laughs> and and you know it's, like it's it. awesome. It's, o- it's I, awesome, I I don't but think it needs to be like, done
1: at all. Like that is exactly movie, fantastic. Leave it alone. But if right. you're going to do it, do it on like HBO or Showtime, hey, something, right. something sexy,
2: something that can yeah, how, that kind a of feel.
1: Yeah.
0: How can you even get it there on freebie? I mean, that that has to be the conversation they've been having behind closed doors. You have right. eight episodes of this. Like, come yeah. on, just if you're gonna go there, go there. Don't give right. me a watered down version of this shit because nobody wants that. Because <laughs> people no. already go into it like we are, being like, is this needed? Like a little you're hesitant. Right, you know, like, do we really care to go back to 1999 and revisit this? I don't know. I don't know if we do. But apparently Amazon thinks we we should. So whatever Amazon says, Jeff Bezos, you tell us what to watch. OK, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah Lord of the Rings, full attentions.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But with this coming back, somebody else that wants to keep coming back is Chris Pratt. Now, Chris Pratt did an interview recently where he was talking about Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And his character of Star Lord. Now he was saying, because everyone's saying that the third one's the end for all of this. Like, you know, James Gunn's leaving, of course. He's gone to DC, as we've talked about. You know, Dave Bautista, a friend of the show. Good old Dave was like, oh, you Dave. know, I'm done with this. Dave. Everyone's saying they're done. But Chris Pratt's saying, Well, I'm I'm not done, guys. I'm over here. I'll do some more. So in an interview, he said, There's ways for people to come back from the dead. That being said, I'm not saying that I don't feel like I'm done. <laughs> I just shouldn't go. It? I shouldn't go into spoiler territory, he said. I don't want to be like that. Oh, well, Chris Pratt says that Peter Quill doesn't die, which again, he's like bumbling when he's doing this. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is even if I do die in this, there's a way to bring me back. So if you're talking about like practically, like can Peter Quill come back? The answer will always be yes for me. Now, if you're saying to me, Chris Pratt, the actor, do I want to reprise my role as Peter Quill? And is there mileage in that character for me? And do i have the bandwidth or the headspace for that i do and i'd be interested in playing that character again so i feel like when he's saying all this shit, i think you're right rachel i think he spoils it i think he said i think he accidentally says that he dies but but then also being like but but you know i can still come back i don't i'm not saying i died you know it's it's a little it's a little funny to hear that you know kiyoki what do you think do you think that he's spoiling it right now or do you think that he's just like trying to fumble around the Marvel way to be like, I, you know, I'm trying to dance around this cause I can't say
2: anything. Right. Legal's probably like, what are you doing? Please stop. <laughs> but at the same time, you're yeah. like, dude, it's part three. That means this is the last one in the series. Just like you said, um, after that guns has gone, Bautista's gone. So you've lost pretty much like your comedic core of the cast minus uh quill. And I think Bradley's done too, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. it's, it's just like hey you you want to play peter quill but how far can you carry starload without the whole team uh but yeah he's trying to pretty much talk around it and say hey i'm gonna be out of this but he pretty much confirmed your character's gonna die without actually saying yes. <laughs> it
0: kind of it kind of seems like that and you're right yeah. everyone says they're done everyone's like we're done but then again. Yeah. He could come back in, like, you know, the thing about the Secret War stuff coming up. Sure. Maybe he pops in. Maybe sure. he's in the Kang Dynasty thing. You never know. But yeah. you need him without the rest of the group? Like, and is it the same group without everybody else? If it's just him and everybody else is different? I don't I don't know how that works. Exactly. I don't you know. I, I think it's more, it makes more sense if you go to DC and then work with James Gunn on something else and play a new character. You know, that seems like that makes more sense. Right. Or, you know, or just... Maybe your careers don't marvel for now, you know? Or still, Rachel. He,
1: you? he wants to keep suckling at the Marvel teat and wants that. Who uh, of course want that? he wants to keep doing Star Lord. Who wouldn't want to keep he has theme park rides on both coasts and he's got all this Marvel money from the films, like yep. I'd wanna cash in too. But I exactly. think if his character meets its natural end point, there's no there's no purpose. In bringing yeah. them back and if gun is gone the guardians are done because the only other director i could see competently taking over guardians would be taika waititi and he's pretty busy
0: right yeah he's also doing a star wars movie so. now that he's writing he's going to be he's directing he's going to be starring I, I
1: think he's making another thor movie probably right yeah he's like got the... yeah, i think he's he's got a lot going on and and he's got tv shows and the dude's busy dude's working um, yeah. AB
0: property says that they they're pissed that he uh ruined the show. Right? And, <laughs> right? and GR saying yeah. that but GR saying you know his father's a god so he could come back, you know. <laughs> yeah, sure. it's, true. Like,
1: it's true. Put him in a couple Put him in a couple what if episodes if he really wants to explore some different That's, stuff. Yeah. That's he could do that. Uh, do it animated that. like there's there's options, but I think Guardians has run its course. Well, and, and the, and even the a, movie was pretty It's not fun to a solo network. thing. Like without right. the rest of the team, you don't have you don't have the adventures of Peter Quill. You have
2: That's true. nothing.
1: <laughs> like yeah. Star and Wars. And I disagree the Love and Thunder didn't suck. Love and Thunder was amazing.
2: No, it was, fun. That was a good <laughs> movie. I loved it. That's it's really so we Somewhere have the properties. Is, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no,
0: I mean, I don't think, like, if you compare Love and Thunder to, you know, Ragnarok, I think Ragnarok is the stronger movie. Yeah. I oh, still yeah. love that movie. I mean, I still had a lot of fun with, with Love and Thunder. I just don't think it, it was what a lot of people wanted it to be, you know? You're coming it off right. Ragnarok,
1: bit, I think got a little bit neutered. They didn't let Taika go as far as he wanted to. Right. Friend of the show, Taika. Friend <laughs> um, of the show. They didn't let him go as far as he wanted to with some certain storylines. Yeah. Um,
2: But I still think it
1: was really good.
2: (laughs) No, I agree. I had fun with it, but there was a longer cut, and he cut this one up. It was, what, less than two hours, so if we get to see the rest of it, we probably see a more full movie, and shows everybody what they wanted to see, or kind of an idea of that.
1: They should have let Valkyrie be more openly gay. Yeah,
2: I would agree. I would agree. That would have been interesting, yeah. They cut
1: Valkyrie's whole romance story and chopped it all out, and kind of kind of made it suck for her yeah I mean,
2: like,
0: we could we could have used fun. hercules in this shit too like they just tease right. him at the end we could have actually used right. him in here especially with how great he is you know it's like mm. but you know but it's,
1: with, with natalie portman's character dying and going to valhalla at the end oh my god tears
0: yeah no, devastated
1: exactly. amazing set up
0: for greatness exactly. coming in the next one yeah. you would think
2: exactly it's but, great
0: i mean we'll see what happens with that with, with thor too I, I think chris hemsworth isn't done yet It seems like he's still enjoying doing it. Of course, he has this whole resurgence after they made Thor a little bit more goofy, you know, which is great because before he was was too serious. So Taika really revolutionized him and made him great. So maybe he'll stick around for a while. Maybe Taika will do another one. You never know, never know. We'll wait and see. I also want to talk some more about Chris Pratt. In a way, I want to go talk about Mario. So we got an update about the Super Mario movie. All right. So the numbers came in, everybody. We were talking about it on friday they're projecting for like 195 million opening weekend well if we go worldwide mario made 377.2 million dollars the biggest new global opening record for an animated film ever now you got 57 million domestic for opening day 146.36 for their three-day domestic and then they also had uh 204.6 for their five-day domestics which is huge it's huge, huge numbers for them they, 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 it was a hundred million dollar budget for this so they've already made their money back and right. then on top of that if you put in perspective for other movies that came out the same time for easter weekend transformers revenge of the fallen from their five-day opening they only made two hundred million. Oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> jurassic world dominion 145 million Fast and Furious 9, $70 million. Mario kicked all their ass, threw a red shell at them, and whooped their ass down to a freaking pit. Let's go. You know, he was really excited about it. And, and looking at the old Mario movie, too, the old Mario movie, they spent, because I had these numbers, like, roughly on Friday, but here it actually mm-hmm. is. So they made 20915000 dollars and it was a $48 million movie. So the first right. Mario movie lost big time. Right, you know, and this one is a colossal hit. They're already talking sequels. You know, of course they are. It's one of those things where you make that kind of money. I people are going to want to see.
1: make Luigi's Mansion. Oh, I, I think that'd be great. Right. Luigi's Mansion movie. Like well, that, I, I know that be that be a lot of Mario fun. out of it, but I, Luigi honestly is my favorite Mario character out of the main and
0: bunch. Charlie Day. Fantastic in this. Oh, yeah,
2: Charlie did was great. That was he fun. was so
0: good. <laughs> Yokey, did you see? Did you see the Mario movie over the weekend?
2: Oh, I did. I took my family to go see it. Uh, you know, at night on Thursday night, I'm like, we went and saw it with a bunch of friends, and it was just fun. We just, I was loving it. I got all my little Mario <laughs> fills in from Super Mario to Mario Kart, Mario 3, and even Baby Mario and Baby Luigi. It was, it was just seeing all of that come together, and Donkey Kong. It was just fun to see all that come together. We just had so much fun. Great movie. So much fun. Yeah,
0: Yeah, did you feel like they actually, like, harnessed in the Mario vibe for this? They actually nailed it? I
2: think they did. They nailed the Mario vibe, and then they even put in the questions of, where did Princess Peach come from? Which I thought was really fun to lead into other things. I was like, that's really good. And then they didn't even talk about, wario or waluigi or luigi's mansion which i would just love to be on because that's what it felt like when he was in the castle i was like this is totally luigi's Mansion field right
0: here
2: <laughs> super freaky yeah, they, super fun and hilarious
0: they had that vibe for like one section of it rachel you probably didn't right. see it yet right so don't go too no, far
1: no no okay i was, sorry, I was yeah. gonna i was gonna <laughs> see it maybe today but i'm here okay <laughs> hopefully i'll I probably see it much. tomorrow
2: Sorry, I know, but yeah. there's a lot of You're
1: fun good. stuff in there. It's Mario, so if they're basing yeah. off the source material, like how yeah. much can you really it? Yeah, you
0: know? yeah. Uh, and I, I, and did, I sent, I sent you both yeah. that 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 Bowser trailer or that Bowser oh. music video. I love I I watch you. That,
2: watched.
1: It. <laughs> and I have to say, if I was Princess Peach, I would go in for Bowser. What did she right. doing with Mario? I'm a loser. She's got the loser.
2: He's got the heart kick. And just to yeah. let you know, I think they're trying to get it nominated for an Oscar. And I'm like, it should get it, because it's great. The,
0: whoa, the, the the song, the song? Yeah, they're trying to say That's... that
2: it is possible that it could get nominated. Like, it could meet the requirements.
1: I really it. want Jack Black to eat, get an EGOT, so let's do it.
2: Yes, that'd be, that'd be <laughs> awesome. that would be awesome. I
0: need that. And the funny thing about it, though, too, is I was, I was listening to an interview about him, about the movie, The Process. They said they were halfway through the movie when they said, hey, what if Bowser sang a song? And then they gave him like a 10 second jingle and then he took that and he's like, he's like, let me work on this. And he went to like the D and then they put together (laughs) this and then he's like, he's like, I only do it if I can do this version. They're like sold, sold. And I became
1: Jack Black O C into it. Exactly.
2: I'm (laughs) like, yes.
0: I I I will never never hear peaches now. That's all I'll think about, you know? I've been singing that shit all weekend long. I was at work today humming that shit. I couldn't get enough of it. I it's just like, good for them, you know? Good for them. Uh, A B says, nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) <laughs> and chris Panico says i'm glad to see your faces thanks chris welcome back <laughs> uh, gr said only 200 million yeah well i think that's our previous comments i missed comments oh I...
1: man yeah right. you know weekend it's that's gonna, it's gonna weekend. stack up and that's gonna, a, and that's what
0: they're saying too they're already saying it's projecting because how well it's doing is it might be the first animated film to cross a billion if it's it keeps awesome. going at this momentum yeah which would be enormous for illumination who already yep. is a big company and exactly. and for Nintendo like good for Nintendo like yeah. Rachel was saying on Friday they have the launch of Super Mario Land that just happened mm-hmm. here yep. in in California and then on top of that mm-hmm. they had this come out so it's a big it's a big like s- push for Mario yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which good for work. them if it does work out especially after the first one did so shitty but uh, you know it's like this the thing is, is too you know, what making, do you do with something like that?
1: Was it making this much money? Universal was already coming for Disney's throat in the theme right. park, home, and yeah. now they're coming for Disney's throat worth their bread and butter in animation. Like exactly. Disney has got to watch their backs. They're like,
2: they're, gonna they're gonna have to be careful. Not
1: sleeping anymore?
2: Universal, they're just they're on their game right now. They're mm-hmm. like knocking out these hits, and I'm like, dude, like you got Despicable Me three or you know Rise of Gru doing so well, and I'm like, dude, that was like part three, you know eight years removed and then you're just like building they just keep building this with mario this is just insane because we knew it was going to be big but we didn't know it was going to hit this hard still 30 some 35 odd years later yeah great
0: we were talking about it being you know just the fact that you know they have all these voice actors that are huge people involved with it too we're like does that help it or does it hurt it i i feel like it it helped it probably you know great i probably helped it and it's I unfortunate so. for a lot of voice actors that don't get those jobs mm-hmm. but then you see some of these performances like jack black and i'm like i can't see anybody else doing that now you know right and rachel you'll see when you see it and especially because we have been doing this shoving these peaches down your throat for the past <laughs> few episodes <laughs> you're gonna see it more and more and be like oh shit, you know i just it's it, it really yeah. hits it's it's
2: really jack quite black something was
1: the, the number one casting i was super excited about for that film
2: right yeah. yeah. You he was part of it. You're like, all right, this is going to be good. And you're like, yeah. this is yeah. going to be fun.
0: Yep. And Super Mario was out. If you haven't seen it, go see it, everybody. I still will say go see it because I had a lot of fun. I think we all had a lot of fun. Rachel's going to have a lot of fun when she goes to see it. Oh, so yeah. it's, it's going to be great. But also speaking of 80s nostalgia, I want to talk about Stranger Things. So Stranger Ooh. Things now, we've talked about how the play is coming. All right, the play is coming. Season 5 starts shooting in June, of course. But now, I never thought I'd say this, there's an animated series coming now. Animated series for Stranger Things. Currently untitled, but it's going to be developed. It's already in the process. It's going to be done by Flying Bark Productions with Eric Robles attached as executive producer. Now, the Duffer brothers actually made a statement about this, and they said, We've always dreamed of an animated Stranger Things in the vein of the Saturday morning cartoons we grew up loving. I love Saturday morning cartoons, they're awesome. And to see the dream realized has been absolutely thrilling. We wouldn't be more blown away, but when you see, when you see what Eric has done and the team have come up with, the scripts, the artwork are incredible and we can't wait to share more with you. And the adventure continues. Now, not giving much details. Of course, they didn't give much when the actual play was released, more than this. But you see this, and for me personally, I'm like, do we need to keep going with this as an animated form? That's the question I put out there right now. Because we're going to have the fifth season coming out, and then right. we have a stage production, and it's like are we trying to like latch on to stranger things? Is it going to get to a point where it's like we're like doing too much and then it kills how good the show is or do we need more? Cuz that's the question I throw out to the group today. Rachel, what do you think? Are you excited about this? Do you think this is a good idea or are they going down the wrong path and is it going to suffer? Like, like Stranger Things as a whole franchise.
1: I think that they could very easily do well with an animated series. I don't know if the Saturday morning cartoon is the route to go with it. Um, anime, I respect animation as a medium quite heavily. I think if you get the right animator in there, you could make a really interesting horror animation with Stranger Things. You can keep it in line with the series. The kids are getting older. Obviously you're gonna have to stop casting them as 12 and 13 anymore. Like these are gonna fly full ass adults (laughs) at this point. Right. (laughs) They're in their late teens, early twenties, like they've grown out of the roles. And if you want to keep those roles going, animation is a natural progression for that. Absolutely. Um, but I think if they go more of a quirky, like, pop, zing, boom kind of way with it, it's not going to go well. But if right. they go with, like, a horror theme, it could go very well. Um, that
0: could be really interesting, too. The you animator, know, it could be totally different.
1: The animator who did Samurai Jack, he's done a lot more right. in the adult animation sphere lately. Um, I, God, I can't remember his name. Um, but he could be a really interesting choice to animate it. I think he could really capture a really interesting dark horror element to it.
0: That'd be really cool. That would be cool. Uh, I mean, and that would be something that'd be totally different from most productions that are like this too. Like the Saturday morning stuff, I think about like turtles. And then mm-hmm. they had the Ghostbusters show for a while. There were a lot of like fun things there, but Stranger Things. I mean, it is very, you know, dark and dreary. Like, I feel like making it too upbeat. Like you're saying the pow, bam, zip, watcha, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff might not be the vein of that show. But maybe something like that would work. I mean, I'm still kind of reluctant about this. I know AB uh, Productions would say, Properties was saying in the comments that, you know, why not? It's a cartoon, and cartoons are great. Uh, and then uh, uh, Panico A is saying pass on the stage play, of course. I know a lot of people are Yeah, pass on the that. stage play. I'm not here you know, for the stage play. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but like this could be interesting. Kiyoki, what do you think? Are you, are you excited about this? think this is a good route to go? Or do you think they should just leave it be what they've done and not oversaturize the Stranger Things world.
2: Um, I love Stranger Things, and I was super sucked into season four, especially the breaking it up and going in and drawing things out um, and bringing in so much emotion and just seeing all these kids grow up and seeing all everything come, come together. I would really like to see an ending to it um, and, and going into animated form. I, As much as that sounds cool, I would be like I said, a little myth, but I'd rather see a different horror genre or just an offshoot of something else um, rather than trying to continue it on. Because I know Netflix is like, hey, we got to hold on to this thing. We, we got this hit.
0: This that's hit, we that's what it this seems thing. like to
2: me. Oh, yeah. That's their only number one thing right there. And they know, OK, we're putting in, you know, 30, 50, 100 million into this stuff to get it going. And we could, we're going to try to keep it going as much as possible. But they should let it go. Get a new uh, character, get some new characters, new stories to build off from it or you know do an offshoot of it you can do uh you can do kind of like a what is it, a spin off format and just make something uh, completely different but as good or if not greater
0: but with like Vecna, how do you do that as a morning Saturday morning cartoon? You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. like do you think about how how dark and the upside down and like these creatures. Right. I. It feels like it's going to be something that's going to haunt kids' dreams more than what they want to do with it. You know, I get they love the '80s, and that's that's totally down that path. Right. But like for me, I just don't see how this works and translates into that world. I just don't know.
2: But I love yeah. cartoons so.
0: I mean, I don't know a
2: Mumra thing from, you know, Thundercats like you look pretty freaky, you know, got the bands on, you got eyeballs that you're kind of like all black with red. Maybe they work it that way. I don't know. But that's the only thing I can think of that works for Saturday morning other than we got to play this thing on Amazon at night like, you know, the boys series or Invincible and go really hardcore with it.
0: Yeah. Maybe that's yeah. a route, too, because Netflix really is that route. Rachel, would you watch something like that if it was, like, in the vein of the boys, but it's Stranger Things?
1: Um, Again, if they got the right animator and they, made like, really went dark with it. Like, if they're trying to make it for kids, that's not going to be a show I'm going to watch. But if they make it more in the adult animation vein, like, ad- like in the Adult Swim vein. Like, Adult what? Swim has some really beautiful animation styles. Like, it's not all just Aqua Teen Hunger Force. True. Great yeah. show, but not what I'm looking for out of Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> um, if they do something towards adults and and in that horror vein or older teens and adults, I think it could be I think it could be good. It's not something I would seek out for them to make, but if they're going to make it anyway. Right. Yeah. Try it do out. It right.
0: yeah. Don't don't make and... it
1: like don't make it like Ninja Turtles or Beetlejuice or Yeah. Right. And, yeah. yeah. Ghostbusters series don't don't do, don't do it's that. not gonna
0: fly Make it but I believe in the Duffer brothers I believe yeah. in them so far and they said they're excited about this and it sounds like they're letting new people come in and do it too and they're also working with them as well so that's always good to have some fresh ideas into a franchise especially if you're gonna try to continue it in a new a new form so hopefully it goes well from them this is coming everybody Stranger Things the animated series we'll see if it's good Saturday morning everybody I wanna keep talking about the 80s a little bit more. And with the 80s, I think of Doc Brown, I think of Back to the Future, and of course I think of the beloved Michael J. Fox. So Michael J. Fox's new documentary is coming out. It's called Still. Now it's this is, it looks very touching and very sad. Of course, he's dealt with a lot with the Parkinsons, everything he's gone through. Apple TV Plus produced this is coming out May 12th, so they released their first trailer. I thought the music in this was great honestly the music was fantastic more than a feeling it felt perfect (laughs) but they're saying the film which will incorporate documentary archival and scripted elements will recount fox's extraordinary story in his own words the improbable tale of an undersized kid from a canadian army base who rose to the heights of stardom in the 80s hollywood so yeah so michael j fox and he's gone through a lot if you think about everything he's gone through and watching this like hearing the first like symptoms that came with his parkinson's he's talking about his, his pinky moving i was like mm-hmm. oh my god that it just it just it's so touching the fact that he's you know he's talking to his wife about it and his mm-hmm. wife is like whispers to him in sickness and health you know it's like it's one of those things to show their relationship and their partnership and how how close they are that they could battle this together and it would be fine and and to hear it in his own words, and to hear him, hear him talk about how he's like, he's like, I'm a tough son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, like, right. you know, and then he's like, I'm bigger, I was bigger than Bubblegum when this happened. I was, I, was, I had fun listening to him. And the fact that, you know, the other thing that I loved about this trailer was when they said like, because it's called Still. And he's talking about his acting style. He's like, I was never still before the Parkinson's, which is very true if you watch any Michael J. Fox that kinetic that, that energy. And the way he like, just like, carries himself on his screen in the way that you just like he just lights the screen up when you see him hence why they wanted it for back to the future so bad i would say but i saw this and it made me really want to see this i've been hearing about this for a long time and actually seeing the trailer like seeing him talk about his life and his career i think it's going to be fantastic i think it'll be like a home run for apple tv plus i think we'll see Kyoki, what do you think you saw the trailer are you excited about this and do you think it's going to be something great for apple tv
2: oh uh, without a doubt, just Michael J. Fox to my heart. Watched Back to the Future. Have watched part one, two, three at least 35 times probably in this decade. So it's <laughs> me and my family have enjoyed, and Michael J. Fox is great, especially from him going from Family Ties to Spin City, and then just him just being that all-around great guy. Like you said, full of energy, Teen Wolf, and then if you watch one of his Teen Wolf, movies, yeah. Yeah, Midnight Madness is like 1980. He's like 15 or something. He's in this old movie with the Dr. Pepper guy. So it's just like seeing him <laughs> do all of this stuff over the course of 30-something odd years and then battling this disease and continuing to be positive through it is just remarkable. It's going to be a hit. I'm going to watch it um, just because I love Michael J. Fox. So it's going to be awesome. Even if I do cry, um, I'll I'll definitely be watching it uh, wholeheartedly. <laughs>
0: yeah, which is uh, what a b production says they'll they'll yeah. cry the whole time. It's gonna be sad. It's gonna be sad, but the fact that he's like so strong, and he's battled through it. The fact he was talking about the pills numbed him for a while, then he like, right. let that go. like uh, the fact that he's been able to carry himself this whole time, still have a career, have a have a whole TV show where they dealt with it was his family, and he had the Parkinson's. like the fact right. that he can actually keep going and and kind of laugh at the disease but also like cope with it and put it out there it's, it's amazing it's a, it's a great tale to tell and Absolutely. it's going to be very it's going to be very informative to people that that don't have it or, or maybe are just going through the early stages mm-hmm. of it and what you can do and how you can survive rachel what do you think about this you saw the trailer are you excited about this i know it's probably gonna be really sad but i think it's a hit right
1: you go ahead and save this clip right now for when we cover the emmys it's going to win an emmy one hundred percent. This is this is a documentary, is it a series or a solo, solo film? That's the only thing I do. Solo understand. film. Solo yeah. film. Solo so film so yeah, it's it's gonna win something in some category at some award show. One hundred percent. This there's no way I don't see this walking away without awards. Um it's gonna be absolutely amazing, heartbreaking, um to totally heartbreaking. Goes through all that in the public eye too, to be one of the biggest stars in the world at the time and then to go through such a devastating diagnosis, and and eventually have to step away from doing what you love. Like that that story is going to be incredible and heartbreaking.
0: That's going to be so heartbreaking. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And as Gr said in the chat too, Michael's awesome. Of course. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. super awesome. Like everything I've ever heard about him too, just being a fantastic human being. Right. Yeah. In the, the fact, from all yeah, accounts, it- great guy all accounts and the fact that he still has all the fan stuff for back to the future and he's you know he cheered that franchise on after all these years and like he wanted to come back as doc brown he said he goes if you remake it i want to be doc brown like you know the <laughs> fact that he just he just sees his life is not done it's just it's still going you know a lot of people could this could happen to and they could be like i'm done you know and then just give up on life but he still has a lot of life to live and he's moving forward he's and this it. just proves
2: it he is killing, he's killing it. it he's
0: it made me really excited when I saw this. I think it looks very touching and, and good for Michael J. Fox to put this out there because I think it is going to help and affect a lot of people in a positive way. And it's, I think it's going to be a huge hit for Apple TV. And you're right, Rachel, there's going to be a nomination for this. There will be multiple nominations probably, and good for them because honestly, I already can tell it deserves it. I can't wait to watch it on May 12th, everybody. Michael J. Fox, coming back to your screen. Can't wait to see it. Something else that's coming to your screen very soon in august is ahsoka so i want to talk about ahsoka because the trailer came out we're going to start getting to our star wars talk a little bit the very first thing though is ahsoka and honestly i saw this trailer i've been waiting for this for a while rosario dawson i think kills this character loved her in, in mandalorian i loved her in book of boba fett which she did a little pop in i think she's great i think she works really well she was apparently training for 14 hours a week just to get Ooh. the uh, aerobics down and the special effects stunts and stuff for this so she could capture yes. the energy of the character, which is fantastic. And in case you don't know who Ahsoka is, she's an exiled Jedi who was once Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader's apprentice, before he turned to the dark side. And this is, she was introduced in 2008 animated film, Star Wars, The Clone Wars, and of course, was in the Clone Wars TV series, chronicled her time learning from Anakin. And by the time the show concluded, she became a fan favorite and she became really one of the first major female Jedis that have been put out there. So she's a huge character that's been animated forever and they finally brought her to the screen thanks to uh you know the 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 whole Mandalorian world and the whole movement for Star Wars on Disney Plus. It's been, it's been fantastic. So I saw this trailer and honestly, I love the way she wields the freaking lightsabers. The fact that she like throws him in the ground and then uses the force to spin him around and make a fucking hole and then it goes down. I'm like, yeah. nobody does that. You know? Yeah, right. And and the and the Thrawn thing, like I never watched the anime series by know of Thrawn. And I know that Thrawn is like the most intelligent big bad that Star Wars has had. The fact that he was there with Darth Vader and there with uh Palpatine. And then afterwards he still got through all of it, the Empire falling, and he was like this big pivotal character that's gonna be only, only blown up even more, I think. I think that this is just gonna be their new big bad and their new phase for a while and he deserves it. And the fact that Lars Mikkelsen's coming back and he did the animated voice, this doesn't happen that often, but it's happening. So they made him blue in real life and they brought him to the screen and they shot it eight episodes. So nice. good for him. Doesn't happen all the time, like I said. And I love Ray Stevenson in this too. I think he's great. I think he looks like a yeah. badass in this. And Absolutely. you know, like honestly, the fact that he's just he just looks so threatening with that lightsaber, like I mean, he's got to be the big, the big bad besides Thrawn. You know, he has to be in this, and uh, I'm just, just made me really Slightly less amped. big bad. <laughs> well, slightly, slightly <laughs> less big bad. The
1: but, medium but bad. The medium <laughs> bad,
0: like the Jedi bad, and the um, you know, he's more the 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 brawn, and then you know, Thrawn is more the brain. You know, and that might be that kind of one-two combo. But I think it looks great. And then Hayden Christensen atta- is attached to it. Of course, he's attached to it because if you're gonna do this story he taught her how to be a Jedi so it's like that seems like you'd have to show him at least one episode and it says there's only one episode but again everyone's listed as one episode on the actual IMDB page so he's probably gonna be in it more than that so I don't know I was excited about it I want to talk about today let's go to Rachel first Rachel are you excited about this do you think this looks good and uh does it make you being more amped about the Star Wars franchise
1: I think the Star Wars franchise is cutting it real close on how many series they're putting out. They're going (laughs) to really exhaust the fans' goodwill. Like, I'm here for it. I'll keep watching stuff as long as I have the energy for it. But, like, Marvel's kind of crested it where they kind of oversaturated themselves too soon. And I'm really afraid that Star Wars is going to do the same thing where people just, they're getting diminishing returns on excitement. (laughs) um i think it's gonna be good i'll still watch it their production quality for these star wars shows are out of this world they put so much money into it they treat them just as much a a part of the family as the films so i think it's gonna look beautiful i think the production's gonna be good i think it's gonna be a good show i just worry about fans becoming tired
0: yeah Yeah. and all these all these disney plus ones are all tying together which we'll talk about in the next subject too but, yeah, so they, they have an idea that's going to all blend together into a movie eventually, which is nice they're actually planning that far ahead because a lot of times this doesn't happen. We look at the the franchise, the last franchise, where it's like you did three movies and they had such a up and down the storyline. didn't seem like they had an idea what they were doing. They're changing directors without a, one narrative flowing through the whole thing, and then J.J. is trying to fix it, and, you know, maybe they learn from
1: that. I love sequel films. I thought they were great. Right. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – I am in a minority
0: there. <laughs> and I honestly, Rachel, I don't hate on them. I just know that like it I feel like there could have been more of a plan. I the second yeah. one is still my least favorite. I actually like Rise of Skywalker a lot and a lot I of people don't. So good. Yeah.
1: And honestly that's a justice, conversation. Justice for the prequels too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, yeah, it prequels. really is. The fact that the guy who played Jar Jar Binks came back in Mandalorian. Good for him. Not that as was, Jar Jar, That but was great. awesome for him. Awesome for him. <laughs> Kyoki, you saw this trailer. Are you excited about Ahsoka? Or is this like really make you like Amphorous? And then how, and how you feel about this shared universe right now?
2: Oh, I'm loving it. As soon as I saw her in Book of Boba Fett or not Mandalorian. I'm like excited. Like, oh, you brought her to life and she's badass. And just off the bat started get bringing all that energy that I did it I missed in the Clone Wars because I didn't watch it because I thought oh this is animated it's not going to be that good I was wrong it's actually really because <laughs> cool. it's David <laughs> me doing that and bad bad oh, he's it's, he's just awesome he just carries everything in and he gives that energy to the characters that he's put on the screen now we get to see it in real life so it's just it's just beautiful it's great to see it. And to expand it, and I know Rachel, you don't want that oversaturation for Star Wars to happen. But this is something, just like Brian uh, Brian said, that hey, this is a female Jedi that we get to see and fully experience and see her perspective, how she fights, and she's badass, and she has two lightsabers. So automatically, and she has two two lightsabers. I'm just like, yeah, like let's keep it at
1: this show and then take a break.
2: No, exactly right. We don't want to see like the book of next Jedi yeah. that She's fighting with. It's like no, just let her let her have that that time to yeah. simmer and just like oh, this is great, this is awesome. All right,
0: yeah. this comes it, out in August, so it's not that far away. And of not. course, but yeah. there there are more shows coming. There's a skeleton crew coming. You right. know that's and that's got Jude Law in it. That looks it looks. I mean, it sounds interesting. They haven't shown anything, but it sounds like people are saying it's like the Goonies in space, kind of with right. Jude Law like mm-hmm. running them. Which of course, be yeah, a kid I could pass group. on that
1: one. Give me a. Soda. Let's pass on that. <laughs> no, yeah, There's to acolytes Law, too. Like... Easily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give oh, me so Law. a second Season of Obi Wan before I took a, That
2: show. Oh, oh man, Obi Wan. Obi Wan is Give great. I don't care what anybody. McGregor I had fun with it. It was fun.
0: <laughs> and that's a discussion too, happening too. And Kathleen Kennedy was talking about that. How you know, Hugh McGregor really wants to do it. And so the fact that he's pushing for it. I mean, I think it's only a matter of time until a second season comes of that. It's just yeah. a matter of how they line it up and how they make it work. Honestly, that that Darth Vader battle was fucking awesome. No,
2: it was, oh, it was, pretty, it was so good. Beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> it was and beautiful. they did they did it the right pacing with it. It was just great. Like I'm like looking at it, I'm like, you guys are using light the right way. Like this is how it's supposed to be. And I'm like, oh, yeah. it was just perfect.
0: But since we're getting into it, this is a deeper conversation with a lot more Star Wars to talk about. So with that, everybody, now it's time for our featured story of the night. Yeah. All right. With that, I want to dive right into the big Star Wars announcement, everybody. And that is three more movies coming. Three more movies, they said, the Star Wars fandom. The very first one is James Mangold, who did Logan, which I love that movie. And then his newest movie is Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. He directed that. So they're giving James the, the, the director's chair for this, and he's going to tell the story of the Force. He'll go back to the dawn of the Jedi, a time set tens of thousands of years earlier than anything we've ever seen before. This might mean that we'll figure out who is the prime Jedi, who is the very first Jedi. They might actually touch on that, which a lot of people have wondered, why they haven't brought that into the, you know, into the cinematic scene before. I don't know why they haven't, but this is their opportunity to do that. And this would be like, you know, the person who ordered actually like founded the order of Octu, which is 25,000 years before the events of New Hope. And fans may know Octu from you know, the uh, last or Return of Jedi was the last Jedi. Last Jedi it was, where Luke Skywalker has a little temple that's all tying back to. Uh, so James <laughs> is doing this. We're even to get into a deep dive into the past, telling the tale of the first Jedi, wielding the Force, harnessing it, and liberating power in an era of chaos and oppression. So that's our first one. That's only one. The I'm second that one,
1: one, I want one. I, I to am make that one, and I want them to give me more pork merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> I have What's such a collection of Porgs, and if they're going back to that island, I'm going to get more Porgs.
0: <laughs> you actually might. You might get more Porgs. I, okay. I mean, it's a possibility, but I think this is cool because it is something totally different, and you are diving into a world that we haven't experienced, and you can give us New Jedi. It doesn't matter what happens. Like exactly. We're not connected. Right. We don't know what happens to them. We don't know if they die or live. You can make a whole new franchise out of this. It's a whole clean slate. There's no skywalkers there's no palpatines there's none of this and you can have fun with it i think you can so hopefully they do with this
1: super interesting to see the primitive technology i think it'll be super i think the reason why some of the star wars spinoffs have failed historically in box office is because they were directly related to the skywalker saga and people were like well i don't i i did want a han solo movie but not this
2: right (laughs) No, yeah, it's, it's no true. I thought
1: it I thought solo a Star Wars story was pretty good. I, I didn't mind the uh, the other spin-off that I can't remember the name of right now. Rogue um, One. Rogue One. I thought Rogue One was fine, but like those two movies, for some reason, the Star Wars fandom was like, fuck those movies. We do not like those. Uh,
2: I wouldn't Rogue One. It,
1: that's which is it's fine. It's fine yeah. to feel I like that role. way, but I think people overall, they, those movies would not have gotten that reaction if they weren't directly related to the Skywalker story. So I think this movie right. will do very well.
0: Yeah, yeah, and yeah and I, I'm not I totally hate robot, separate. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Being, I mean, that it goes a long way. Kyoki, are you excited about this? Are you think this gonna be a good idea that they're giving him the helm to start a whole new franchise like this?
2: I think that's a great idea. Mangold knows how to shoot people, put the emotion into it. And then harness the action, like you said, with Logan, Copland, and then even he even did the Wolverine where it was a crappy story. But he made the Wolverine look so great and feel great, too, where I'm like, dude, I would really like this movie more if it was not as shittily written by Fox. (laughs) And so it was great. Like half of it was just that Bushido Wolverine style. And you're like, oh, man, this is awesome. So James Mangold is a great guy to do this. He knows how to get that raw emotion, how to get that those feels, and then this is with Star Wars, so it's gonna be that older tales. Like I, I remember listening to and watching tales of the Jedi stuff, so this is just before that time, which was really exciting. I can't wait to see it and to learn more about. It. Yeah,
0: I mean this this makes sense to me too. I, I agree with the Akiyuki. I think it just makes sense. I think it works. I think it's smart. Right. And then you're right. He's a good director. Honestly, you t- look at Logan. Like everyone like says, let's never touch Logan because of how good right. it came out. And the dial of destiny i'm excited to see we will see how it goes you know the last indiana jones eh but you know what maybe he'll fix the whole thing and give harrison ford the best send-off he can i don't know I so. but this this may be the most excited i would say out of everything i heard uh i mean there's two more there's two more and i will say i'm still excited about the second one because i feel like it's a good idea okay so the second one the second one dean filoni He's getting a chance to direct his very first Star Wars movie. Ooh, he's getting really? a chance now. So he's, which is awesome for him. He directed the Mandalorian. He's been writing the Mandalorian. He wrote Mandalorian, and he also worked on Ahsoka. So he's been working on all these different like Disney Plus shows and helping guide them. He was trained by George Lucas. He actually got learned underneath him. So they say a lot of his influence comes from actually George, which is awesome. So this new one, though, it's going to deal with, it's going to focus on the New Republic and close out this whole interconnected stories that have been told on Disney+, Plus, The Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and other Disney Plus series. So it's going to wrap all this up into a big little bow, which makes sense because if he's been working on this already, it seems like this is his way of like, okay, this is what I'm working towards, and this is how I'm going to get to it, right? I have an end goal. I'm going to make all these different shows. They're going to build this story. And once it's all done, you know, Then I can actually have a movie, I can direct it. Now, they haven't announced an actual time they're going to start shooting this because it also depends on The Mandalorian. How long do I go with The Mandalorian before they wrap that up, before they can do a movie? So that's a big piece they're not talking about. Now, he said in an interview, he goes, well, you know, there might be more Mandalorian after that because maybe it just has to get to a certain point that gets to the movie and then we get there. And they've been actively developing this for a while, of course. They've been working on The Mandalorian since Disney Plus launched so this is this is i mean this is at least smart and the man's been working for star wars like i said forever so good right. for him to actually have to direct this now and see his vision move forward because yeah. it doesn't happen it just doesn't happen like this and kathleen kennedy gave him this option to do this so it's awesome he probably had to prove himself a little bit you know mandalorian had to be successful
1: you know? oh yeah
2: <laughs> and then all of a sudden i don't think happened. they
1: expected how successful mandalorian oh. was going to be they had no idea that that was exactly. going to blow up the way that it did
2: they didn't have I don't enough think so guys either. to cover it, just like no. they did with Frozen. It's just like people were like, I want Grogu because yeah. you got this toys. They didn't have enough to make, to send out, to sell people.
0: Yeah. like <laughs> They weren't ready for uh, Grogu to like blow up like this. I don't think they were.
2: He, they kept him secret, but, you know. They kept his all name of a secret he's for, a big for head.
1: Little, yeah. little baby Yoda, knew for the first year. For the whole year. It's so awesome. Like,
2: hey Who is this? <laughs> oh, his name, and you're like, Ahsoka tells <laughs> you it's Grogu. You're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, like what? Like what? I me? He's um, well, yeah. I'm.
1: I'm excited for this so, film. I would yeah. love Are you excited to this see them finish bridging that gap between right. the first three Star Wars films that came out, and then the Kylo Ren part. So I would love to see finish seeing the part between Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. Like wrap that time period up, and then right. you have like a really nice cohesive arc. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I mean that's it sounds fantastic and it sounds like the best thing for the fans too to have that you know to be able to tie it all together like this so it all means something we all want it to mean something we don't want it to be like just like cookie cutter shit just like thrown at us you know right. you know we want to we want to have some kind of substance and i think that's what's really great about all these shows is they kind of connect and and they're all in the same world and it's a world we've never seen before but it's still like associated with people we love and we care about so that maybe ties us in still in a way but it's not directly affecting all these different characters as much as like, you know, the, the sequel series did. Kyoki, what do you think? Are you excited about this, that they're going to do a movie based off all of these? I mean, you've been watching the shows, I know, so you got to be a little bit excited,
2: right? I'm super excited. I, I think it's going to be a great thing. I know I'm like, I do have the, the energy for it, but I know that I'm like, all right, I know I want to see this product, I know the preview's going to be fine, but after watching The Mandalorian and just being sucked into it and then bringing that raw emotion from it, I'm like, dude, this is just great. And I'm like... I know some of that from Favreau, you know, playing off from... Uh, yeah, Favreau's from had a breakup, lot. Right, and he's just, he's bringing in uh, everything, bringing the, car- the characters alive, and then carrying that over into season two, and you're like, this is awesome, like like Rachel said. We didn't know the show was going to be this big, and now it's huge, and that one's like the, the best show out of all of them so far, and so you know it's going to be something epic to turn this into a movie and kind of just fire off and you'll just it's going to be it's probably going to be nuts and it's probably going to be great hopefully that's what i'm hoping for but i am excited for it
0: i'm putting fingers crossed out there honestly like if anything i feel great for the guy himself because the fact that he was working under lucas before and then he's been here this whole time he was involved with rebels he was involved with the clone wars you know the fact that he is like bringing his characters from the clone wars to life now and getting to be involved with all the casting and the storylines and you know and like and treating these characters right because he knows he was there doing the animated series so he's the person to be behind and it's bringing a lot of that old school feeling of star wars back to tv and now they'll bring it to this the screen again the big screen so for me, I'm like, thank you, Kathleen Kennedy, for giving this guy this opportunity because it is bringing us a lot of great television and hopefully a great movie and, you know, wrapping it all up. And I think Thrawn, Thrawn will probably be like the big bad in that. I bet he will. I bet they're going to kind of bring him in now, introduce him, and then he'll become that villain for his movie. That's my thought on it, at least. Now, the very last thing that came up, and this is the one that everyone's kind of been going crazy on the Internet about, <laughs> is they're going to continue... <laughs> the ray storyline, that's right. Daisy Ridley's coming back, and they're gonna go 15 years in the future, so 15 years after the Rise of Skywalker, she's going to be making a whole new Jedi Order. That's right, a lot bigger, she's gonna be the mentor, and she's gonna try to attempt to bring it back. Post-war, post-First Order, and the Jedi are in disarray. So Daisy Ridley came out on stage, and she said, hey everybody, I'm back. And she was excited. I guess they've been talking to her for a while. They finally had the opportunity to make the announcement here now. She was ready to go. Kathleen called her up and said, "Pulling the trigger. So she knew, which is kind of fun that they had an idea to keep going. People been, like, second-guessing this, been like, are they going to actually continue this or let this lie in the past? But, I mean, you've spent this money establishing these characters. And if maybe you aren't yeah. happy with 100% what you did before, at least you can grow off that and learn off that. And, honestly, for me, again, I'm not – I'm not like mad at all. People are mad about these fr- this, this franchise, and I'm like, I was fine with it. I thought The Last Jedi was all right. I mean, that was my again, my, my weakest link in it, just because I feel like Ryan Johnson was shitting on JJ, like everything he did. He's like, yeah. Well, you did this. Well, fuck you. I'm doing this. Well, you do this. I don't want to do that. You know, that was right. my only thing, my complaint about that movie. I still like the characters in it, I still had fun with it. You know, Rise of Skywalker, I, I, I really enjoyed it. It was like, you know it was like an indiana jones movie they're going after the guffin right. they gotta find it then they have to they bring palpatine back which i thought was fine they should have established him earlier i think but it, right. whatever oh my, my biggest complaint for that movie is and people did it online is when ray is actually fighting palpatine at the very end online people put like all the past jedi behind her like cheering her on because right. you hear the voices but you exactly. don't see them but they put it in with the force ghost i'm like why didn't they do that it's right. so much more impactful it's like everybody's exactly. there you know but that's my only beef with it. But the question is, do we need some more Ray? We need more Ray. Kyoki, I'm gonna go to you first. Are you excited that Ray's story is gonna continue and that Daisy Ridley is coming back, or should they leave her alone in the past and start again?
2: Um, I'm with you in in saying that The Rise of Skywalker was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I've seen it several times, and I didn't find that it was bad. I was like, okay, I'm on board with it. I was really upset how they the transition with the Last Jedi. Because, like you said, it was like an about-face for everything that you built up in the first movie. And now you're kind of doing like an off-shot. And then Last Jedi had to go in there and try to clean it up. But you had already mucked up a lot of stuff, especially yeah, you know, Luke Skywalker in there. You had him, and then you lost him. And then you actually lost Princess Leia in the third one. And so there was so much, you know, loss in this movie. And then them having to come back and feel like they were defeated. But that's what i liked about the last jedi um that or not last jedi sorry the rise of skywalker was it kind of gave you that hint of what Lo, uh, leia and luke were doing like she did train she did become a jedi too and that's why Rey was able to train with her and so this is a great idea i think because now you can carry on to see her after this point where palpatine's gone she's you know child of palpatine so you just build up this order it's going to be A cool little way of kind of doing what Luke was done after the return of the Jedi when he's rebuilding um, the Jedi ranks. So now she gets to do it and you get to see how it works with her. So I'm ready for it. Which I think is
0: great too. It's like, you know, seeing what her real story is, you know, and actually building off that. Because before it was just finding out who she was and her origins and now she's a palpatine we know that so it's like okay so what's you know she has this dark side she has this light side like what kind of jedi order will this be and what's she going to bring to it And i think i mean of course of course she's going to bring good i i would assume but maybe there'll be some influence it'll be some kind of fun in that too and and to see what kind of new jedi we have again it's a whole new thing in its own it's like you've established it all it's almost like a whole new franchise now they said that Luke Skywalker may or may not be involved as a force ghost. That's what Kathleen Kennedy said. She said his Could influence
1: would be. Kylo Ren play. force ghost.
2: Kylo Ren. That R- would make Morris feel good.
1: The Ben Solo force ghost.
2: <laughs> still...
1: lives. Reylo lives. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, only are force you excited only about this?
1: Force <laughs> <laughs> do you um, think it's great?
0: They're going to continue her story, or should they have left it before? Because I know you like the franchise. So what do you think? I like
1: the franchise. I like Ray as a character. I like Daisy Ridley. I think this one should have been a TV show. This one should have been a Disney Plus series. The Rise of Skywalker perfectly ended the Skywalker series. There was three sets of three. It had great punctuation to it. We did not need more movies with any of those characters. What they should have done is make this one the series. And if they wanted to make one of the previous ideas a film instead, make the establishment of Jedi, the ancient Jedi, a film, make this one a series. And let us yeah. really have the time we deserve with Ray, really get into that bil- character building, and let the Skywalker saga have ended the way it ended. Because I, be, I like this character, great. I want more of this yeah. character, but I don't know if a film is the right call.
0: Understand. Well, the question is, are you going to do three movies too? I mean, they're saying one, but they just trying to do like three more. I mean, before I think after. They should after the rise of skywalker they said they would never greenlight like three movies in a row again that's what kathleen kennedy said she wouldn't do that again because of all the drama and the back and forth and the director issues but i'm like i don't know i feel like they like their threes so maybe that's what they're still in the back of their mind they're still thinking that but it would have been great as a show you're right as a tv show like we talked about the obi-wan kenobi show worked really well as a show now i heard that people have made a cut of it's just a movie and people love that too i have not seen that but i would yeah. like to watch that too i'd like to see what that's like but i, I think it, this series gives you so much more room as we've seen with right. all these disney plus shows to really dive in and they spend the money on them anyways they look fantastic so i mean why not just do that i like that idea uh kathleen kennedy what you doing out there listen listen to rachel here <laughs> kathleen saying.
1: let's get on the phone let's go let's talk about this uh, you know and maybe they pitched a show and maybe daisy was like i'll only do a film maybe like to be too Daisy, and they probably got the um other a few of the other actors in um yeah
0: well that's what i'm saying too would they bring back actors. their cast like finn would he come back probably i would think maybe mm-hmm. you but know they, they i love oscar isaac
1: oscar isaac and 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 the guy who played finn involved so they probably have the whole trio back but and oscar maybe isaac
0: maybe said he was done back. though he's like i won't do anymore he said so uh, okay but then again go. when the mouse comes a knocking you never right? know. When right? he flies you in that Mandalorian that and but also throws is, money at you, huh, oh, take this, boys, huh? They're also know, is really kind, of,
1: kind of the Star Wars curse. Once you get mm-hmm. big in Star Wars, you kind of don't get a lot of other work a lot yeah. of the time. Like And what has it, Daisy really every been doing? part of the series have, have yeah, hit that. Daisy Ridley hasn't too. been working much since.
0: I haven't uh, seen her really anything. Uh, yeah. She did like one movie that with like, uh I think it was a Tom Holland yeah and then oh yeah and then but i mean i remember the tom holland one, it was like a big issue didn't release for a long time they even, almost scrapped it even yeah. in the ogs then,
1: uh, mark hamill had a really hard time getting work after true. star wars yeah. so like a lot of these actors are hit really hard by being in such a notable series that they really they become so associated with it they can't get other work
2: like the typecasting yeah. so
1: i think a lot of those actors maybe don't want to come back for more because they're like i would like other jobs in the future please and daisy's just like <laughs> yeah. let me do it just let You're me it. Right. she's
0: like i'm waiting all day Then right. the, end of the third one she's like i'm on speed dial call me when you need me i'm ready to go i'm gonna keep this lightsaber in my pocket ride your rock and roll let's go right. <laughs> let's do this a lot of Star Wars news, everybody. Though, like you know, before we talked about, you were supposed to be a, like a Taika Waititi one still in the back burner, and she said that's still a long way down the line. That's still happening. The Obi Wan Kenobi thing, like I said earlier, that's something that they're talking about still. Nothing's moving forward as of now, but they're having lots of conversations about it. Of course, there was the Kevin Feige one's put in the back burner. So there's there's a lot of stuff. The Ryan Johnson one, she said she's still talking to Ryan, but that's in the back burner. These three are happening first, and that's there's no announcements, there's no dates there's very early development but they are in development so that's what we're getting everybody if you're excited about it that's your star wars that's coming (laughs) next so i think we're excited about a lot of it i'm here for it too give me every
1: star wars property they give you more droids and i really love droids so i'm like yes give me all the new little friends
2: bring (laughs) on the droids i want all the droids they're getting creative (laughs) with it so i'm I'm ready for it Give me more droids, droids with personality. I love it. Give
1: me more droids. I love
2: it. More droids, more porgs. More porgs. More, more Star Wars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, we got to get going, everybody. Kiyoki, thank you for joining us here on Cruise Control for the very first time. Appreciate you being here.
2: Thank you for having
0: me. I loved being on the
2: show. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It always goes by too fast. It's just one, two, three, and we're done. Rachel, thank you for being here again, as always. Love having you here. (laughs) Everybody out there, thank you for watching Cruise Control. Please like and subscribe. Join our Patreon if you can, and you know, tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your children, tell your little chinchilla, tell your cat, tell your dog, tell your tell your pet squirrel, tell your little guacamole in your pocket i don't know (laughs) touch cruise control everybody (laughs) anyways we, we gotta go so everybody have a great night and we'll see you on wednesday take care and see ya